guys, it's Simon. This is Wrestling Unlimited, as it's Monday, and this is the Wrestling Wrap-Up. A handful of news brought to you in one easy-to-watch video. As far as today's show does go, we're going to talk about the latest news out regarding Drew McIntyre, WWE television right negotiations, AEW reaching out to a former, or a current, actually, WWE superstar, AW5 Forever News, and so much more. Because again, this is the wrestling wrap-up. Bring you a bunch of news in one video. We talk about a bunch of different things. Remember, you can watch this show a number of different ways. You can watch live, you can watch later, or you can listen later. Whether you're watching on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash PWUnlimited, watching on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited, or listening on podcast services all around the globe, like Stitcher, Spotify, Google Pod, Apple Pod, Anchor, iHeartRadio, and so much more. Remember, if you are watching live on Twitch, you can help us out a couple of different ways. You can either help us out by hitting that donate button down below or by donating Twitch bits in the live chat. Also, remember, you can help us out by subscribing to the channel one of two different ways. You can either subscribe with a tiered subscription or you can subscribe with Amazon Prime because remember, if you have Amazon Prime, then you have Prime Gaming. Prime Gaming gives you a lot of cool things like free games, free stuff for games, and it always gives you one free subscription to any Twitch channel you want to subscribe to throughout the month. And I'd greatly appreciate it if you did right here for Wrestling Unlimited. Also, remember to head over to the YouTube, hit that join button down below, and become a channel member. And finally, head over to the Epic Game Store. Head over to the Epic Game Store and buy something. Whether you're, <clears throat> excuse me, whether you're looking to pre-order Payday Three, which I'm super stoked about that game. Whether you're looking to get Payday Two for free right now, or you're looking to get in that new season of Fortnite. Either way, use this code right here, PWUnlimited at checkout. You'll be supporting us at no extra cost. Right now, the free game is Payday 2, so you can go claim that and put the code in. The new season of Fortnite dropped last Friday, the wild season that has um, Transformers in it. You might want to go check that out. That's pretty cool. And so much more. Again, use code P-W-U-N-L-I-M-I-T-E-D on your computer, your PlayStation, your Xbox, your Nintendo Switch, or anywhere. You can make an Epic Games or Epic Games Store purchase. Now, as far as the show does go, also remember to head over to Patreon. Nope. Head over to pwunlimited.co forward slash mailbag to get your question in and read live on the air. You got a question that's topical with the news? Then we may just read your question live on the air. But the way to confirm and and Make sure your question gets read is also to put a super chat donation in the live chat. That helps out tremendously keeping the channel going. All donations, all super chats, all anything, all your your contributions to helping us help keep the lights on. But as far as the news does go, we're going to kick it off with talking about a former WWE champion in Drew McIntyre as PW Insider. Has an interesting write-up today as they state the following. There's been a push within WWE creative to have McIntyre back in the storyline mix by Money in the Bank weekend in London. Given his status as one of the company's top European stars, that makes the most sense. We are told there were meetings last week regarding pitches for McIntyre's return as he hasn't been seen since WrestleMania 39 and was drafted to Monday Night Raw in the weeks after. There 
has been no update on McIntyre signing a new deal with the company, as his current deal is slated to expire in early 2024. We are told that a big crux of the current conversations between the two sides are how McIntyre will be used from a storyline perspective, particularly how meaningful the storyline will be. The belief is that with less than a year left on his deal, McIntyre doesn't want to be aimlessly floating when he has already proven during the pandemic how important he can be to the company overall, not just as an in-ring competitor, but as an overall ambassador for the brand. The belief is that until McIntyre and WWE come to an agreement on how he will be used going forward, he won't be back. We can confirm WWE wants him back by Money in the Bank. Whether that happens, we will see. So basically, McIntyre is not happy with the ideas they've been floating his way. McIntyre is not happy with the creative he's given from the way this is written. He doesn't want to come back just doing... Whatever. Doesn't want to come back just, oh, he's another guy in the ring. Oh, here's just a random feud for Drew McIntyre. Because we know how WWE works sometimes. If your contract's coming up and you haven't signed a new one, like it says in here, he may just float around. And WWE sometimes doesn't want to fully commit on somebody if they haven't fully committed on them. Which, I mean, it's not wrong by WWE if someone's got less than a year on their contract, you're wanting them to sign a new contract, and they're skeptical to sign a new contract, why would you push them to the moon? I get it. You could say, push him to the moon to prove why he needs to sign the new contract. Okay, they push him to the moon, he gets bigger than he's ever been, and then just leaves. I'm not saying that's what Drew's going to do, but you never know. But, I mean... I want Drew back. I'm a huge Drew McIntyre fan. I've liked Drew McIntyre for many, many years. Wasn't the biggest Drew McIntyre fan during his first run in WWE. I mean, not many people were. But then when he went out to prove himself, oh, that's when he sold himself on me and the world and everybody else. So, yeah. We'll see. Oh, my God. Okay, Jesse. We have talked about this. Plenty of time. First off, did you not even listen to what we read from PW Insider? There are no, there has been no updates on McIntyre signing a new deal with the company as his current deal is slated to expire in early 2024. So how is this man going to show up for AW in Wembley if his contract is not up till early next year? How about I... I Baby steps this. AEW All Elite Wrestling will be running in Wembley Stadium in August of 2023. Drew McIntyre's contract is not up until early 2024. So, yeah. I don't know where your logic is there, bud. Oh, WWE doesn't want to risk losing Drew to AEW for the new Wembley. What? That's not even logistically and logically and legally possible. Ah, some people just don't listen. Some people just don't listen. Also, other people over here trying to promote their own crap and my... Live chat? Yeah, that ain't happening. 
Jesse Hyde says, okay, AEW wants UK stars. Okay, but they ain't getting any before, they ain't getting Drew before or in time for Wembley. And if they want a big UK star for the Wembley show, they've got one primed and ready to go. His name is Will Ospreay. New Japan will let him do the show. New Japan will let him do the show. So, as far as Drew does go, we'll have to wait and see exactly how that all does play into everything. But as of right now, it sounds like he's not big, I guess you could say, on the storylines and creative he's been given and doesn't want to just come back to do nothing. But as we move forward to our next news story, we have some interesting stuff pertaining to WWE's TV rights and negotiations. As we got some new news from... And why can I not find this all of a sudden? I don't want to... New York Post. This news just come, first reported by the New York Post's Andrew Marchand who gave some interesting news notes and tidbits on not just WWE TV rights deals, but AEW as well. Uh, they state that the exclusive period for WWE and... Or WWE... Okay, hold on. This is not the right thing. Give me one second. Give me one second. I think I have the wrong link here. Um, let's check this one. Okay, here we go. WWE is without a new TV deal after its exclusive negotiation rights windows with both Fox and Comcast NBC Universal have ended, according to a new report from Andrew Marchand of the New York Post. WWE heads to open market to find a new deal for Raw and SmackDown, if not more. The Post noted that it's likely the wrestling promotion re-ups with their current broadcast partners, but there could be other interesting parties that make bids for WWE. Despite the belief, it was noted that Disney is one company interested in airing WWE content. And we don't know exactly where that would land. Disney would potentially air Raw or SmackDown on FX rather than ESPN, though. The Post noted that ESPN can't guarantee a night of the week for WWE shows due to its existing content. So FX would make more sense. But here's the thing. Why has it got to be FX? Why can't, why can't Disney put it on ABC? Like, Mondays, ABC has The Bachelor. Tuesdays, they've got The Rookie, the Rookie Feds. And this is during peak season. Rookie, Rookie Feds, and if Will Trenton comes back, Will Trenton, which I think it is. Wednesdays is their comedy block with, like, the Connors and, well, the Goldbergs ended, so I don't know what else. To, um, they have other comedy shows. Thursdays is their Grey's Anatomy night, and then Fridays is just open. Like, yeah, they run Shark Tank on Fridays and stuff, but they've moved Shark Tank so many times. We can move Shark Tank back to Sundays. So if they want a SmackDown, they can get SmackDown and put it on ABC. Um, it goes on to state that it was speculated that Amazon Prime Video could also be a potential candidate to put up a bid, while Warner Brothers Discovery and Apple 
were mentioned as, quote, dark horse candidates. Now, speaking of Warner Brothers Discovery, here's an interesting note. Uh, Merchant notes that Warner Brothers Discovery does not have to stay, quote, exclusive to All Elite Wrestling. And it would be something if it got into the WWE game as well, but he doesn't see that happening. But just because they have AEW doesn't mean they can't also go after WWE and try to put both AEW and WWE on a Warner Brothers platform, product, network, whatever you want to say. So that's an interesting one. Uh, WWE's current broadcast deal, both five-year deals, expire in October of 2024. Comcast currently pays $265 million per year for Raw, with Fox paying $205 million per year for SmackDown. So that is a total of $470 million a year WWE is getting. And all things that look good state that that should be increased with the next deal, depending on who they go with, especially if they stay with who they get or with their, who they're with. But yeah, very, very interesting. As we move on though, here's another interesting one. looks like Ray and Dom are going to have another match as they are having what is being reportedly and advertised as a father's day street fight. In honor of upcoming father's day, the company is promoting the first ever unique street fight, a Father's Day street fight on Sunday, July 18th. On the Charleston Coliseum official website, Rey Mysterio is slated to be facing his son, Dominic, in a Father's Day street fight. The match will be part of a double main event that will also see Seth Rollins against The Miz for the World Heavyweight Championship. Well, that was a, uh, a silly one, a funny one, a cute little thing that WWE is doing. A first-time-ever match. No, it's just random ass street fight. And because it's on Father's Day, they're calling it a Father's Day street fight. And it just happens to have a father and a son fighting each other. But if my mind's correct, this would be the first Ray-Dom match since Mania, right? That'd be interesting. But let's shift over and now get into some AEW news. As this comes from both Sports Kita. As they interviewed Billy Gunn, who dropped some interesting news, and a little update to the story by House of Wrestling. So let's just read this all here that states, John Waltman arguably helped set the tone for the Monday Night War when he leaped from the World Wrestling Federation to the World to World Championship Wrestling as the sixth member of the New World Order. The former One Two Three Kid has been credited by former WCW President Eric Bischoff for bringing the cool factor to the group helping them blow up the way he, they did. Once he jumped back to WWE in 1998, joining D-Generation X and being uh, christened X-Pac, it was only a few years later that WCW shuttered its doors and was acquired by Vince McMahon. Former DX stable member Billy Gunn got fans buzzing over the weekend in a new interview with Sports Kita where he commented the following, stating, I think you'd be hard-pressed to get Tony to get me away from the acclaimed right now. It would be great. I think they've tried to get Sean in for, in here a couple of times and things just didn't work out. But I think if the time's right, I think he would be a great asset because he still has, you know, huge popularity and everybody knows him and he's such a good guy. He would not only 
help the younger talent, but be a good, good representative for our company. And it'd be amazing if we could get him here. The House of Wrestling asked around about these comments and learned that AEW has reached out to Waltman about working with the promotion, possibly doing something with Gunn. While we could not confirm or we could not get uh, specific details about the pitches made to Waltman, we were told that he did not want to come in for a one-off. With that said, Waltman is in the process of getting back into ring shape, and those close to him told us that they would not be surprised if he showed up in All Elite Wrestling. If Waltman does not leap to AEW, there are multiple talents that have been inspired by his ring work and would welcome the chance to share the ring with him. Two notable examples are the returning AEW stars CM Punk and, of course, Darby Allin. So there we go. AEW has reached out to X-Pac, but those close to X-Pac are saying, oh, he doesn't want to come in for a one-off. He doesn't want to just do one thing and that be it and just be an attraction for a night. So it sounds like maybe that's what they've pitched, him to come in and just do a spot or do a match or something. But it'd be interesting if X-Pac went to AEW. Because then you'd have X-Pac, who was in WWE, WCW, TNA back in the day, then back to WWE. Well, no, it was WWE, WCW, then WWE, then TNA, then back to WWE, as he's done stuff with them, and then now AEW. So, we, I mean, last year when they did the DX 25th anniversary thing, he was there for WWE, and I feel like he's going to be and I don't want to speak for him, potentially more loyal to WWE and Hunter than Billy, if Billy were to try to get him to go to AEW. So we'll see where this all does go, but I wouldn't be against it. Bring him in for a shot or a couple shots or whatever. But as we move forward, we do have AEW All-In coming up this August, and many people have asked, who could be on this show? Who from outside of AEW can work this show? And it looks like, well, the New Japan Pro Wrestling president is not against sending talent for this show. In an interview with Reuters, NJPW president Takami Obari said that he is open to having New Japan talent appear on AEW All-In in London. He said that NJPW would consider it if they were given an offer. So far, 65,000 tickets, over actually 65,000 tickets, have been sold for the show, which will be taking place in Wembley Stadium on August 27th. Um, so Abari was asked a couple of questions here. First question was, Tony, uh, was about Tony Khan and how the companies work together, kind of like uh, we've seen in the past. He said it would be a huge benefit to AEW, if there is participation from New Japan Pro Wrestling and some of their top talent at the event, in a world where the uh, where the proposed merger happens, as it is suggested on paper, then I would believe AEW and New Japan Pro Wrestling partnership is more imperative than ever before. Talking about how if WWE and, and UFC actually complete their merger, how AEW and New Japan working together would be an even bigger deal than it is. Obari also stated on working with AEW, staying, quote, it's really mutually beneficial in terms of the global expansion of New Japan and also for AEW. So, yeah, he's up to send in talent if they get an offer. So does that mean Tony hasn't reached out to them about possibly having talent 
in all in i don't know like we gotta wait till after forbidden door in a couple of weeks and see how they start building up to the all-in pay-per-view because they're not just going to be building up to the all-in pay-per-view but at the same time they're also going to have to build all out so that's going to be a difficult difficult one now we also have some new news it comes from Fightful pertaining to AEW's Fight Forever video game that does drop here in just a couple of weeks. AEW Fight Forever slated to be released, released in late June, and we've learned a little bit more. Those that have played the game told Fightful that they believe it will be a success based on the playability and the multiplayer aspect more than anything. Some initial criticisms have been the limited creation suite, which we're told just simply isn't expansive. There were also concerns regarding the repetitive clothing involved in other characters in the story mode. There was some limitation on creating the story mode itself that the developers faced, though they did take input from the actual wrestling talent involved. There were many people whose involvement on the creative aspects of the game that actually wrapped over a year before release. Fightful had heard a funny rib included in the game surrounding the exploding barbed wire deathmatch. We're told there are two options for the finish, a stunning, brutal explosion, or a dud firework, a la AEW Revolution 2021. We've heard there are a number of Easter eggs, which include size-based characters and weapons, and some Easter eggs that the developers believe will be difficult for fans to find Initially, there were some who worked on the game that told us that they believe Kenny Omega wanted the mini games involved in AEW Fight Forever. Sources also said that Omega had insisted on bringing in Geta, who worked on previous successful wrestling games. We've mentioned in the past that the original plan was for Fight Forever to be a one-off release with consistent updates as DLC as opposed to a repeat release like WW2K or Madden or Call of Duty. However, we're told that AEW does retain the rights to the game engine in the event that they change their minds and want to create a new game in the future. Now, whether that would be with Ukes and THQ is to be seen. In regards to Trent mentoring the game is a Steam Deck compatible, that is true. The footage we've seen of wrestlers playing the game has been the Steam Deck version. Well, there we go. AW5 Forever does come out in just a couple of weeks. We will be streaming and playing and covering that game here on the channel Pro Wrestling Unlimited. So keep an eye out for that. As the more we hear about this game, the better it actually sounds, I'm going to say. So very, very, very cool. Now we talked about All In. We briefly said that Forbidden Door comes first and Forbidden Door is coming soon. And there's some, I guess you could say, contradicting reports when it comes to potentially having stardom talent working all in. Fans and critics alike have discussed the possibility of the involvement of stardom talent taking place at the upcoming Forbidden Door event on June 25th. As previously reported, FIFO reported that there had been conversations between AEW and stardom to use talent from the Joshi promotion. Yet, according to Dave Meltzer, on the June 10th edition of Wrestling Observer Radio, he states that wrestlers from stardom are not expected to be at the second Forbidden Door show because stardom actually has a show that same day. So you would think all the main stardom wrestlers would be on their show, and if they were to send anybody for Forbidden Door, it's not going to be the top stardom talent. With stardom Sunshine 2023 pay-per-view, 
taking place from the Yagogi National Gymnasium on the same day as Forbidden Door, the promotion's top stars are all booked for matches. Leaving not many available for Forbidden Door, as Meltzer stated the following. <clears throat> there's been some talks regarding stardom and Forbidden Door, and there's nothing to go on here. There is, a, there is for, for stardom. First of all, none of the stardom women have Canadian visas, so even if they wanted to do something, it would have to be rushed. Stardom has a pay-per-view the same day as well. For people in stardom, there has been no talks from their side. They've heard nothing. They said the only contact that Stardom and AEW had, they didn't have any last year either. The only contact that they've had, Stardom had contact with AEW about perhaps one of the women from AEW wrestling Kyrie. I believe it was at the Tokyo Dome show for the IWGP Women's Championship, and they couldn't get a deal done. Well, there we go. It looks like it probably is not going to happen as far as Stardom women working Forbidden Door. Now, one woman that Tony Khan apparently wanted for Forbidden Door was Mercedes Monet. And Mercedes is currently out with an injury as well. She provided an injury update on her social media. Let's pull this up right here. Pull up her Instagram. And why can't I find it all of a sudden? It was here earlier. Okay, give me one second. All right, here we go. I think I found it. Mercedes Vernado. Maybe not. There was an Instagram post earlier with her leg in a, in a cast, and it said day six of recovery. Now... I'm not seeing it. Hold on. Like it's not on her Instagram anymore. Did she take it down? Hold up. This is interesting. Okay, I see what it was. I see what it was. That's why it's on her Instagram. She had posted it on her Instagram story and then somebody saved it and posted it to Twitter. There we go. Here we are. Okay, so let's pull this up on the screen. As Mercedes posted this image. It just says, day six recovery. You see her leg. I'll cast it up in a boot or whatever you want to call it. Remember, she did suffer a broken ankle. We still don't know exactly how long she's going to be out of action. We know Tony wanted her to appear at Forbidden Door, but with only two weeks or so left for, till Forbidden Door, that's going to be a tough, tough stretch. But Mercedes is healing up. It is noted that she did have a surgery. And so we go from there and see exactly what's the sitch. Yes, I know I made a impossible reference there. <laughs> and finally, as we talk about injured females, the bunny has been out with an injury. Could be back sometime soon. 
The Bunny, also known as Allie, suffered an injury during a match, which led to the match ending early with the Bunny not wrestling since said match. AEW star uh, The Butcher has appeared on Josh Nason's Punch-Out! podcast, where he spoke about the Bunny and her absence. He stated, she, the Bunny, like, hurt her orbital. She, like, broke her orbital, and yeah, she's doing really good. I'm sure she's going to be back soon. That's the thing, is when something like that, I think she came from an injury to, to, so she was injured for a bit, then had a couple of matches, and then got injured. That's got to crush your confidence, you know what I mean? But the good thing is, since she's been gone, we've been kind of building this new little faction thing up. And so when she comes back, it'll be awesome. So yeah, Butcher, the husband of the bunny, is stating that he thinks she could be back soon and is very, very hopeful. With that, guys, it's a short one today, and that's all we've got for you as far as the wrestling wrap-up does go. Remember, tonight is Monday Night Raw, and at the time of this recording, three things have so far been announced for tonight's Monday Night Raw. We have a Money in the Bank qualifying match that will see Damian Priest up against Matt Riddle. We do have Cody Rhodes going one-on-one with The Miz, and in tag team action, non-title, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn will be taking on Imperium's Gunta and Ludwig Kaiser. With that, guys, that's all we got for you today. Again, I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PWUnlimited. YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited. And podcast services all around the globe like Stitcher, Spotify, Google Pod, Apple Pod, Anchor, iHeartRadio, and so much more. With that, guys, we'll see you back tonight after Monday Night Raw. Have a good one.